When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. I wonder if they'll pass out ayahuasca in the clubhouse, in the locker room. <laughs> Do you think that'll happen? They'll have special days for that? I don't know. Darkness Thursdays, something like that? Maybe. Okay. I can, Maybe. I can, I can see where you're going with that. We'll get to plenty of that. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I promise you, you're going to have a lot to react to in just the first 20 minutes of the show alone. We are jam-packed. We have got a huge announcement for the show roughly 90 minutes from now. We are looking forward to that. Christopher Jones Canty, how are we doing? Oh, I'm I'm well, Carlin, but I got to say, I didn't get the best night's sleep last night, mm. and it wasn't because of anything the wife did. It's because of what the NFL owners had going on with the Lamar Jackson situation. Something doesn't smell right, big fella. Something doesn't smell right, and I know we got both, both got plenty to say about it, but I will start with this. I was fired up this morning on Get Up uh, just because as a former player, we're sensitive about players getting able, getting able to have the opportunity to monetize their skill set uh, in the open marketplace. It's so hard to get to a situation like Lamar Jackson got to on the verge of free agency and to not have a chance to exercise your leverage in the way that most players in the National Football League do when they get to free agency. It really is a shame. I'm blown away by what we saw yesterday. I really am. And the word I would use would be disappointed. Canty, I can't imagine how it was for you because of everything that you said and everything you said this morning along the lines of understanding what it takes to actually get to free agency and have the opportunity to swing the hammer because you don't get it very much as a player and then to have it taken away from you. Yeah. What I really hate about what we saw yesterday, within the span of an hour of the announcement coming out that Lamar Jackson was going to get the non-exclusive franchise tag, the amount of teams that immediately made it clear that they would not be interested in pursuing him, including teams that desperately, desperately need a quarterback. And what is very clear is that the owners are whether directly or indirectly colluding to make sure that they can protect themselves from themselves. In other words, Jimmy Haslam, in their eyes, was incredibly dumb in what he did last year in giving Deshaun Watson a completely guaranteed contract and trading away all the resources that he did out of pure desperation that they are trying to draw the line in the sand right now and say, how dare you think that anybody else is going to get a fully guaranteed contract just because one of the owners was stupid in doing it. And to me, to not just 
sit there and say, okay, well, we're not going to give you a guaranteed contract, but to flat out say, we're not pursuing you? If that's not collusion, I don't know what it is. And for me, it's not a hint of it. It is it, Chris. Yeah, it, it reeks of collusion, right? And people get all up in arms because we're using the term collusion or saying that the owners are colluding. It's a legal term, and people are saying, well, you have to have a certain level of proof before you can use that type of terminology. No, we don't. Not in the court of public opinion. We can say whatever the hell we want. We know what this is. Knowing what it is and proving it in a court of law are two different things. But for the sake of the conversation, what we're saying is the owners collectively are drawing the figurative line in the sand when it comes to guaranteed player contracts. They don't want players to get guaranteed contracts. They don't want to see what happened a year ago with Deshaun Watson. They don't want to see what happened a few years ago with Kirk Cousins when the Minnesota Vikings gave him a fully guaranteed deal because they understand the amount of power that that gives players. Now, to that I would say, the owners made this bed in a lot of ways by tailoring the game around the quarterbacks being the marquee. All of the rules in modern-day football is about protecting the quarterback because they are the ones that are the stars. They're the players that are the faces of the league. Just think about it. Even from the rule standpoint, Carlin, you're talking about breathing on the quarterback, drawing an unnecessary roughness call or a roughing the passer call. That's the leverage and the power that NFL owners have given NFL quarterbacks. Now, as it pertains to Lamar Jackson specifically, the thing that I thought was so egregious yesterday was all of those teams, within a matter of hours, a couple hours after the Ravens put the tag on Lamar, came out with strong responses about how they wouldn't be going after Lamar Jackson. Teams that are in quarterback hell, calling quarterback hell. Yep. They said, we're not going at him. The one that's <laughs> that's emblematic of the mentality that the owners have that we're talking about right now is the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Falcons had the audacity to let it be known 14 minutes after the Ravens announced the tag on Lamar Jackson that they wouldn't be going after the former MVP. Oh, no, Carlin, but that's not enough. We're going to put an article on our team's website citing cap discipline and quote-unquote several other needs as the reasons why we're not going to go after Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, can't, you literally can't make it up. And I'm laughing to keep from getting too fired up or too upset because I want to be able to process my thoughts and be able to articulate them in a fashion where people can follow the conversation. But it's absolutely ridiculous what the NFL owners are doing. And the thing that, that frustrates me to no end is when people that are in and around professional sports, that have sources within all of these leagues, when they start to focus on the style of play from Lamar Jackson, when they start to question his ability as a passer, when they start to talk about the injuries, uh, the last couple of years not finishing the season and, and missing games each of the last three years, 
they start bringing up all of these different reasons as to why the Mar shouldn't be paid. When we know that this is a quarterback-starved league, and just based off of sheer scarcity alone, the age and the resume of Lamar, there's no question that he should be in line for a contract paying him the type of guarantees that we saw in Deshaun Watson's deal. Chris, 26 years old, an MVP in the league already, and I would argue a top three most electrifying player in the sport Mm -hmm. right now. And we're not going to pay him because of his style of play. Oh, he can't throw the ball. Oh, he's not accurate. Really? He was ninth in QBR last year. When I look around, I see a lot of names that are regarded a lot more, a lot better than he is, including two other guys who are about to get paid this offseason in Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert that were beneath him, beneath him in QBR last year. So now you have teams like the Atlanta Falcons, like the Carolina Panthers, like the Miami Dolphins, who last year were willing to get involved on Deshaun Watson and everything that was going on with him. But now we're out on Lamar Jackson, who has been, frankly, a perfect citizen as a player and has been as good as it gets in the league. Oh, he can't throw. He's not accurate. Really? Did I miss it? What game last year would you point to where he was just throwing it left and right and couldn't hit the side of a barn? I mean, we're talking about Anthony Richardson right now as a top, top prospect in the draft. He had four games last season where he was under 50% completion percentage, yet because of the combine and the way he got lit up, everybody thinks he's the next great thing to hit the NFL. And one other thing, Chris, and I have to credit you on this because you brought it up this morning in our discussion. How did the Ravens know that once he hit free agency, they weren't going to have to worry about an offer. If they're not colluding, how did the Ravens know that? The Ravens clearly knew that because you cannot tell me at any point when you got these 32 owners together in the room over the last year since the Watson deal happened that somebody didn't say, hey, we are not going fully guaranteed on anybody moving forward, including Lamar Jackson. Dear God, uh, don't insult us by suggesting that there hasn't been any collusion here. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. If you want to streamline your hiring for the springtime, then you need Indeed, the powerful hiring platform that allows you to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Just sponsor a post who, and you'll instantly receive a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Invite them to apply, and you can even schedule and conduct interviews all from your employer dashboard. See why Indeed delivers four times more hires than any other job site, according to Talent Nest. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Multiple Jets team officials fly out to meet with Aaron Rodgers in person. You put the owner on the plane, you put the team president on the plane, you put the head coach, GM, the offensive coordinator on the plane. You're not doing that because you're hoping he'll listen. You're doing that because you're hoping to walk away 
with some sort of resolution. That certainly indicates a strong chance that it's heading in the direction of him being traded to the Jets. Nice little jaunt out to the coast for Woody Johnson, Robert Sala, Joe Douglas, and Nathaniel Hackett to visit with Aaron Rodgers at his abode in Southern California. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Canty, they left California without Aaron Rodgers, and so we continue. America held hostage. You know, those things are just out of my control. By Aaron Rodgers. Day 59. We roll on. <laughs> That's hilarious, by the way. That's hilarious. Doesn't mean it's not true, but it's hilarious. Now, Canty, listen. The Jets are, are desperately trying to make this happen. And I just, I'm sorry. I know I'm in the minority on this one. I think it's a mistake. I, I think it's a big mistake for the Jets to pursue Aaron Rodgers at this point in his career. There are a myriad of reasons why, but the biggest question to me is, how much does Aaron Rodgers even really care about football anymore? Well, here's the thing. Can you get Aaron Rodgers to care about football enough to show up and get that $60 bucks? Can you dangle that carrot out there for him to show up? Because if he just shows up, Carlin, you're a markedly better team than rolling out there with Zach Wilson and or Mike White in 2023. Think about last year for the New York Jets. They were second to last when it comes to passing touchdowns. They had the second fewest passing touchdowns of anybody in the National Football League. It's absolutely atrocious. If they just scored league average in all of their games, and league average was 21 points last year, if they just scored 21 points in all of their games, they would have been a double-digit win team and in the postseason. They need somebody to come in and give them competent quarterback play. Aaron Rodgers can roll out of bed and give you that. Even though I'm with you in that I don't think he's the same guy as he was you know, two years ago or three years ago when he won back-to-back MVPs, I still think he's an upgrade and most likely better than any other quarterback that is out there to be had this offseason. Well, how, where are we setting the bar here? Are we setting the bar that Aaron Rodgers is better than Zach Wilson? Okay, great. That, that's, I, I won't argue with that. Uh, I'm not going to argue that if you told me that you were better than Zach Wilson. Wow. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd probably believe you at this point based on what we saw. Canty, I don't want to set the bar at better than what we have right now if I'm the Jets. And while I understand what Aaron Rodgers is, and I certainly would never deny that they are better off with him as their starting quarterback than Zach Wilson or Mike White. I know that there are way too many issues that come with this, and it's not just the drama. It's, do you care about winning? It's, do you care enough about what you're doing on the field at this point in your career to show up and to get to know our receivers or to have them out to your own little personal camp and throw it around in Southern California for a few days? Do you care enough to the point where, you're going to do everything you can to get better. Because, Kenty, I watched Aaron Rodgers last year. How many times did we see an annoyed look on his face for somebody, in theory, running the wrong route or he wasn't on the same page as them? 
How many times did we see that? Oh, yeah. I mean, over and over again, ad nauseum. And that's right. one of the concerns that you have when he's working with a young core of skill position players, which is what he would have with the New York Jets. The other thing that a lot of people are glossing over is how the expectations change if and when Aaron Rodgers does show up in Florham Park. All of a sudden now, the perception of who you are is different. And how do the young players respond to that? Mm-hmm. Carlin, these guys don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. These players have no idea what contending you know, in December and being a team in the hunt is all about. They have no idea what January football in the playoffs is all about. They don't. And that's, and that's what concerns me a little bit about the Rodgers move because you have a, a finite period of time. You're talking about one year's, at, at its best, two years to accomplish the mission, which is to win a championship. And make no mistake, that, that's what the goal should be if Rodgers shows up. There's a learning curve when it comes to winning championship. It just doesn't happen overnight. Forget about what Tom Brady did in Tampa. It usually don't work like that. It takes teams being able to get into the postseason, get a taste of it, understand how, how it's different from the regular season, and then make the adjustments and break through down the road. I don't know that the Jets are going to be able to get that done with the commitment level we've seen from Aaron Rodgers the past several off-seasons. This is going to require a couple of things on Rodgers' part that we're just not accustomed to seeing. Well, Chris, all of that aside, are we sure – are we really, truly sure that Aaron Rodgers definitively makes the Jets even a playoff team at this point? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's close. I'm not going to definitively say it. And the reason why is I'm looking at last season, and I'm looking at five quarterbacks that he was better at in QBR. He was 26th in the league. You know who he was better than? Barely. Russell Wilson, Matt Jones, Davis Mills, Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield. I can give you... 20 guys in front of them that you would say is are never better than Aaron Rodgers. Well, here's the problem, folks. You need to let go of this notion that everybody, just because Tom Brady did it, can play and play at a high level until they're 45 years old. That's not what's going on here. If you're looking at Aaron Rodgers and you're looking at Tom Brady, you're looking with, at two guys who have remarkably different commitment levels to when it comes to playing football when he was out there. I mean, that's, yeah. just, that's just all there is to it. Mm-hmm. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. In just moments, we get the perspective of the player and the coach from our next expert who will join us, who will tell us if... Aaron Rodgers does put the Jets in the playoffs next season, and if Lamar Jackson is out of line for thinking that he's getting hosed right now. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and 
and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. It was more than odd yesterday afternoon when teams started coming out left and right saying they were not going to be interested in Deshaun and uh, Lamar Jackson. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. We welcome in the great Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, who joins us right now. And Hermits, Canty and Carlin, and I, we'll just start here. I want to know what your initial reaction was yesterday when we started seeing four and five and six teams immediately leak it out that they were not going to be pursuing Lamar Jackson, teams that clearly are in need of quarterbacks. Well, it was really a, a head-scratcher for me. I can't recall in my time being involved in the National Football League, whether it be a coach or a player or an analyst, that uh, something like this has ever taken place. Just a flat saying. And look, free agency starts Monday. <laughs> it didn't even get to Monday. It was like, we're not in. And I looked at the you know, the NFC South, as we all did, and Carr signed with the Saints, and I just felt, well, you know, NFC South needs quarterbacks. If they can either draft one, or there's this guy by the name of Lamar Jackson. He's probably a pretty good fit over there, right? And all of a sudden, a bunch of those teams bowed out, and then Washington just bowed out. And I said, well, wait a minute now. What are we doing here? Yeah, Herm, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And you and I don't get up. I'll express that to you. But I'm just curious yeah. because you do have a unique perspective being on both sides, former player, also former head coach. The Ravens have publicly said that they hope the tag allows them to work with Lamar toward a long-term contract. Do you see them being able to convince Lamar that he's going to be their guy moving forward if they don't give him the fully guaranteed deal? I would hope so. And this is where, and you know this, you've been a professional football player, and this is when you, you know, the agent all of a sudden really becomes a you know, the voice of reason for you. And when you don't have one and you hear all the talk that goes in with negotiation, a contract, especially a big contract like this, and things come up about not being available, maybe the last two years for games, not traveling with the team uh, in the playoffs this year, going to Cincinnati, 
all these things are said, you know, in negotiations. And when you're not in the room, your agent's not telling you a whole lot of stuff like that. He's just saying, hey, we're working, you're stuck on some things. But when you hear it, it becomes personal. Because you as a player, you're so competitive, and you're telling yourself, well, wait a minute, everything I've done for this team, they're saying that about me, right? And it's just a part of the negotiations, and when you hear it, it becomes personal. Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us right now. Herm, if you were a team, how much would yes. the injury history concern you right now with Lamar Jackson, or would you, would, would you, if you were coaching a team, be banging on the owner's door right now to go get this guy? Well, I think you want him because he's a unique talent, but you also know you don't know how long the shelf life's going to be because of his ability to run the ball. We always say this. Young quarterbacks come in the league, run. The old quarterbacks that have long careers play within the pocket, right, to protect themselves. Because the rules, the, the rules will protect the quarterback, but he's unique. He's a unique player. He's different, right? I mean, he's just, he's just flat different the way he plays football. And I, I just think that is a little bit of a concern for a football team. You know, a long-term uh, guaranteed contract. And, you know, and Canty, we, we talked about this earlier. You know, the league is not in the business of giving fully guaranteed contracts. Yeah. Guys, I came in the league in 1977. And that's the first thing they told me as a rookie, a bunch of these veteran guys. They ain't giving out no guarantees. If you could be, you could be the best player in the world, they're not giving you a guaranteed contract. I mean, Lars Taylor, all, all the great players <laughs> that went through those years of all playing football never had a fully guaranteed contract. Speaking of guarantees, Herm, it's far from a guarantee that Aaron Rodgers is going to suit up and play for the New York Jets, but that's what Woody Johnson is hoping for, and that's why the Jets brass flew out to Malibu to meet with the former MVP quarterback yesterday. And in looking at this situation, Herm, what does an Aaron Rodgers – addition mean for the New York Jets in 2023? Well, he, he elevates your team uh, in the locker room. Players get excited. He also elevates your offense. You know, this offense really struggles scoring points, only 17 a game. And in situational football, they were 28th on third down, and they were 31st in the red zone. So that's fixable. And what makes this so unique as well is Nathaniel Hackett coached. He coached him. He's going back to his coach. This offense is already put in. Aaron Rodgers can walk in the door the first day and understand the offense. The other guys are going to have to learn the offense because Aaron Rodgers knows the offense. And he's been with Aaron Rodgers on the sideline. He's called plays for Aaron Rodgers. He was the MVP when Aaron Rodgers was the MVP of the league. He was the coach. So there's a lot of things that are that are moving in the Jets' way. The only problem is, is Aaron Rodgers. And you don't know when he's going to make a decision. Well, this is the problem, Herm, and th- th- this is this is where I'm coming from on this because uh, there are just so many questions around it. So if you're a coach, how much yes. would you be concerned about, frankly, his level of commitment when last year young receivers, I'm not coming to OTAs, and then you see him during the year and guys are either running the wrong route or he's throwing it to the wrong place and he's looking as annoyed as can be. No, no doubt, and, and and that's something that the coaches are talking about. Along with this one, now, along with this one, this is a one-year deal. That's what you got to say to yourself, because you don't know how he's going to after the season's over. You don't know what he's going to say next. Look, he, he's been he's been doing this to Green Bay for the last three or four years, guys. You think he's going to change when he comes to New York? He's going to be over, and you'll go, okay. What are you going to do? I don't know. 
So it's just, it's just it's amazing, right? And then when you go to the AFC, look, there's a bunch of good quarterbacks sitting over there in that conference, right? You got Burles, you got Tua, you know, you got Allen. Uh, I mean, look, you got Lawrence, you got Mahomes, you got Herbert. There's a gauntlet of really good quarterbacks over there. Now, that could fire Aaron Rodgers up, too, because he's so competitive. He wants to prove people wrong. Herm, last one for me. Uh, the New York Giants took care of their business mm. and signed Daniel Jones to a long-term contract. A lot of people feel away about four years, $160 million, with over half of it being guaranteed upon signing. What did you make of the Giants making that move to lock up Daniel Jones in the franchise tag, Saquon Barkley? Well, the Giants didn't care about what anybody thinks. This is their guy. Uh, the head coach is probably involved in this, and really it's a two-year deal. It's a two-year, okay, if it doesn't work out, we'll move in another direction. But you're going to overpay the quarterback, and this is your quarterback. You know, his dimensions are similar to Josh Allen. Coach Dable obviously coached. Uh, and so they just feel going forward, we have our quarterback locked up. Now we got to get some more pieces. we got, we got to help him some. We're with some, surrounding with some more talent beside the running back. And they feel like, hey, look, we got a chance. we got a chance to compete in the NFC side of it. So I just think when you feel the way they felt about their quarterback, you don't mess around. You just get it done. And what the other 31 teams say, it really don't matter. That's your quarterback. You don't care less about what anybody says. Herm, great stuff as usual. Appreciate a few minutes. Thank you. Thank you guys both. Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst. You know, we have talked about some of the teams that could be in play for Lamar, but Kenty, there's a team or two that we haven't talked about that could be in play, and we need to discuss that. We will in moments. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Who else could potentially be interested in a quarterback like Lamar Jackson other than the teams that we've already heard aren't? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. The, the team name that, if you notice yesterday... Uh, I don't want to say they recanted, but certainly they clarified through the media, through Diana Rossini, in fact, that they were certainly not out on Lamar Jackson, was the Raiders. Mm. Doesn't the Raiders feel like one of those places that would be absolutely, 
absolutely chasing down Lamar Jackson, especially when you factor in all of the cap space that they currently have. Well, it'd be an embarrassment if the Raiders didn't secure a quarterback at the top of this year's draft or find a clear and obvious upgrade from a veteran market standpoint than what they had in Derek Carr, right? You're moving on from a guy that two years ago shepherded your franchise through one of the most turbulent times over the last couple of decades, considering what happened with their head coach, John Gruden, what happened with Henry Ruggs and the tragic DUI, like all of those different things that were going on around the team, Derek Carr found a way to get them to the postseason. So from a sports character standpoint, from the perspective of leadership and being able to operate with a steady hand, you decided you were going to move on from that guy because he wasn't good enough. Mm. So that means that you've got to get an upgrade this offseason. I mean, Lamar Jackson would qualify as a clear and obvious upgrade over Derek Carr. So, yeah, it makes sense for them to be in on Lamar. But I will throw another team out there, Carlin, that didn't really say much about the Lamar Jackson situation yesterday. A team that's been linked to Lamar over the last several weeks and a team that's got a hell of a lot of draft capital. How about the Detroit Lions? Ooh. How about the Detroit Lions? Ooh. Now, that's, wow. a team, that's a team that's picking inside of the top 10, but their own pick is in the teens. So is it outside of the realm of possibility that the Detroit Lions, with a lot of young guys on rookie contracts that are key contributors, could they go after a guy like Lamar? I get that Jared Goff is great, but if the Detroit Lions decided that they were going to cut bait with Jared Goff, they'd save $21 million on their salary cap this year alone. Yeah, I, I, I love that move. I, I love that move for I, Detroit. I love that fit. I, I, I'm i not going to call Jared Goff great. I, he did a really nice job this past year. Yeah. He did a really nice job, and I'll give him credit. And He is absolutely a quarterback I would feel comfortable going to war with, but if I have that level of upgrade available to me as a possibility, I'm not thinking twice about it. We're, we're, we're all looking at the Lions as if they're going to be a contender in the NFC this coming year, that they're ready to take that next step. And that's fine. This is not taking the next step. This is jump-stepping a couple. That would be putting them... You Think about all the weapons that the Lions have at that point. I mean, that's, that's a phenomenal phenomenal team and you get to play Lamar Jackson indoors for half the year can I you mean, imagine how fast that offense would be dear god think about how fast stop that, them. that offense would be with DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross A. Brown wow. those kind of guys Jamal Williams oh my god Jamison Williams Oh, Jamison Williams Ooh. we haven't even gotten to see him yet people have forgotten about him that dude's lightning <laughs> I'm just putting it. I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there. That would I, be fun. That would be fun to watch. I, and I'm going to throw one more at you. What you got? And I, I did this the other day a little bit with Aaron Rodgers. Would it shock you if the Patriots got involved on Lamar Jackson? No. It wouldn't no. shock me either. Wouldn't Why? Because me. if you pay attention to Bill Belichick over the years, Canty, the offensive players that he really respects are the ones that he has the most trouble guarding against. Yeah. You know, he gets certain uh, warm spots for players. A, a guy that comes to mind that he went out and got was Brandon Cooks. 
Like, he had a high level of respect for for Brandon Cooks. I remember seeing him after a game where Cooks, I think it was in the preseason, had absolutely lit up the Patriots a few times, and Belichick sought him out. And what do you know, like a year or two later, they're trading for him. It would not shock me, based on what I've heard him say about Lamar Jackson, if they would actually get involved in this. Oh, I'll do you one better. Think about Cam Newton. Bill Belichick couldn't yeah. figure out a way to beat Cam Newton. Yep. And, and, and when the NFL decided they were done with Cam Newton, Bill Belichick said that he wasn't, and he allowed Cam to be his starting quarterback. Now, COVID derailed that season for mm-hmm. Cam and the Patriots. But, yeah, to your point, players that Belichick struggles to find ways to contain usually find their way to the Patriots after they get done w- w- with wherever they're at. The only difference with this situation is we're talking about Lamar Jackson in the heart of his prime. And let's not forget what Lamar Jackson did up in Foxborough this past season. You and I were on the call for that game. Lamar Jackson absolutely torched the Patriots' defense, and that was a top-10 defense in 2022. And what did we walk out of there saying? What did we walk out of there saying? Dear God, in person, that show was so much better. It's unbelievable. (laughs) It's unbelievable. (laughs) For For those of you that haven't seen Lamar Jackson in person, whenever he does land with whatever team he signs up with, do yourself a favor. Get yourself some tickets to the nearest NFL city that he's coming to. It yeah. is a treat. Like you said, Carlin, one of the three most electrifying players in today's game. Chris, I'll ask you this. If you're in the AFC right now, if you're the Raiders, if you're the Patriots, for that matter, especially with the defense the Patriots have, how are you getting closer to all of those other great quarterbacks and teams in the conference if you don't do something like this? How are you getting there? If How are the Patriots going to elevate themselves in the rest of this AFC to actually have a chance in the next couple of years? Because I got news for you. Mac Jones ain't it. No. Mac Jones ain't it. Think about this. You're talking about contending with Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Herbert? <laughs> it's, it's ain't, ain't but seven playoff spots, Hoss. Ain't but seven, Mom. <laughs> no doubt about that. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We're just getting started on the quarterbacks. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.